1: Welcome to Top Stories. I am Andy Zaltzman, delving into the archives of The Bugle Podcast once more. We had serious concerns in October 2018 about the very future of happiness. It all started with smiling being banned. Where, I hear you ask, would it end? Alice Fraser and Aditi Mittal were with me to contemplate a world without joy in issue 4085 of The Bugle, entitled Pocket Gods. Top Story this week. Smiling is to be banned. (laughs) by Indian Airports for Indian Airport Police. But could this be the start of the end of the smile for humanity? Um, India's Central Industrial Security Force uh, has instructed uh, airport police to smile less...
2: Yes, they are in charge of aviation safety, the Central Industrial Security Force, and they've are, they've said that they're going to move from a quote broad smile system to a quote <laughs> sufficient smile system.
0: <laughs> sufficient <laughs> smile.
2: <laughs> the sufficient smile system has been perfected by women on public transport at night who need to hit the exact smile brightness that says I'm smiling enough that you don't need to tell me to <laughs> smile more without <laughs> f- without hitting the feel free to follow me off the train <laughs> levels of smiling. <laughs> Other people who are good at the sufficient smile level are Islamic men who have to smile enough that you don't worry that they're going to terrorist, but not so much that you assume they're about to terrorist. And uh, white men who have to smile enough that you don't think they're going to punch you, but not so much that you think they're going to follow you off the train.
3: You know, I mean, I think I think the CISF has got something, uh, they're onto something, uh, because um, I mean, terrorists don't cause terrorism, uh, raging inequality, the growth of extremist thought through religions uh, doesn't cause terrorism. Uh but the smiles the smiles. I think we've managed to sort of get to the, the root of it all. It's these it's these people baring their teeth uh and making people comfortable. Uh that's the problem.
1: Is it, is it, and the what well, the Director General of the uh the Central Industrial Security Force uh, <laughs> explained the the this, the the this new ruling saying we cannot be over friendly with passengers because one of the reasons cited as to why 9 11 happened was obsessive <laughs> reliance on passenger friendly features. <laughs> um,
3: we would prefer some passenger unfriendly features. Like we should call it insecurity check, <laughs> where every time you like go 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 with your luggage, it's like hey, you know, uh, remember your mom loves your brother more than you, mm-hmm. and uh, you're kind of fat and just let you go through. I think that's... <laughs> I don't... I it, would, it would leave everyone... Like, no one wants to terrorise people after that shit. Now you're thinking about how your mother loves your brother more than you. Like Andy, I
2: travel a lot. I travel a lot. And okay, I have Columbus, never gone through an era. airport and thought, that was too nice an experience. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but so, I mean, would, would it have stopped? 9-11, it seems it's suggesting that... Had the terrorists turned off on that horrific day and found airports off looking grumpy, had they called the whole thing off?
2: Maybe it's just that the amount of resources that they needed to pour into the system to make people even smile a little bit were uh, being drawn (laughs) away from other important (laughs) airport functions.
3: You know, the thing is, as as someone who's not been a terrorist so far, uh, (laughs) let me tell you that friendliness has not made me want to do it. Uh, So that that might be something that they want to consider that when a guy smiled at me, I wasn't like, you know, I was a normal person before this, but let's blow this plane up. I never (laughs) thought of that. And and here's my question. Okay, my question is, uh, I don't know, but it worries me that this is the most sort of Out there, demonstration of the fact that airport security is nothing but theater. Like, you're like, oh, you know, take out your water bottle, take out your, you know, backpack, take out your shoes, because like a terrorist once carried stuff in his water bottle, in his backpack, in his shoes. But like, terrorists aren't nostalgic. You know what I'm saying? Like, (laughs) none of them are like, remember the shoe bombing? Let's do one of those again. So I, I just I just feel like this, this the the smile is sort of not the biggest problem.
1: The uh the CISF have said they want their staff to be more vigilant than friendly, which is also coincidentally a phrase I always include in my online dating profile.
0: <laughs> That's, uh,
1: I know it's what I look for in a romantic partner: vigilance. Uh, don't don't tell the wife she doesn't know that I secretly pretend to have online dating profiles on this show. <laughs>
0: what <knows> would <laughs> happen if she
1: found out I did? <laughs> but it, it does raise an interesting question. that Just the whole concept of smiling in the world. Is there is there too much of it? Because it costs the global economy, according to the World Foundation for Public Grumpiness, smiling costs the global economy $13.2 trillion a year <laughs> in lost productivity. I have the report here, various excerpts from the report. Smiling can often lead to people wistfully thinking back to happy times in their life. Or thinking about something fun they've got planned for the weekend instead of getting on with their job of being hard-working families. Also, the report says, biologically smiling can not only reflect but also exacerbate feelings of contentment which dulls the edge of ambition and competitiveness needed in an ambitious (laughs) competitive economy. Moreover, concludes the report, if you look happy, research has proved that autocratic governments are less likely to sign multi-billion dollar arms sales contracts with you than if you look like you are the kind of cold-eyed commercially driven genocide tolerator they Wish to associate with <laughs> so economically, yeah. Could, smiling, banning smiling could save the planet.
2: I mean, I, Andy, I never realised I had so much economic power. I spend ninety percent of my time giggling. <laughs> <laughs> Makes me feel rich. I'm rich.
1: <laughs> in the uh, in America, th- this week there's been a lot of talk about the uh, excessive amount of uh, of anger. Uh, we've had the uh, the pipe bomb sent to targets ranging from Barack Obama to Hillary Clinton, uh, with a lot of people in between those. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's not a big range, but also a lot of other people. And a lot of, I mean, high pitched response, as you would expect. I mean, whoever did it <laughs> and whyver they did it, they managed to be both deeply sinister and, it must be said, spectacularly incompetent. So a true standard <laughs> bearer for these times. Donald Trump was so appalled by the pipe bombs that he retweeted Mike Pence's tweet about it. Quite how bereft, grief-stricken he was by the assault on his pre- precious nation's precious democracy that he could not see through the tears in his eyes even to type anything into the presidential Twitter machine.
2: A brutal tragedy. The lack of the tweet, not the pipe bombing. Yeah.
1: I mean. Now, clearly, America is a divided country. Divisions can be crowbarred open over issues as minor, apparently minor as what sources you're allowed to put on a f***ing hot dog, uh, whether or not to use a designated hitter in baseball <laughs> and what it was that Abraham Lincoln kept under his hat. Was it a rabbit? Was it a teapot? Was it another smaller hat?
0: <laughs> or, was it a,
1: or was it a ghost outfit just in case? We will we will never know but, but it, even this seems to f- You thought it would have brought everyone... And Donald Trump came out saying, "Oh, we must be unified as a nation. And then, within minutes, was back riding on the rhinoceros of division, galloping (laughs) it angrily into the paddling pool of civil discourse, cranking it up and having a go at the press as sure as night follows day. In in other words, with a short interval in which people Mm -hmm. think it'll definitely be night time (laughs) soon. Is uh, is there nothing that can happen without...
2: You'd think that pipe bombing your political opponents would be one of those things we could all agree on. But yes. As as being bad, obviously. I shouldn't need to say that bit, but <laughs> apparently I do. Uh,
1: that was not the only thing on his uh, on his stroppy plate this week. Also had to take out some uh, some time from his busy schedule to claim that unknown Middle Easterners were mixed in amongst the caravan of refugees heading towards America from uh, Central America via Mexico in search of a better life in the grand tradition of the vast majority of people who now live in America. Uh, (laughs) Trump tweeted, um, criminals and unknown Middle Easterners are mixed in based on the evidence of there being no evidence that criminals and unknown Middle Easterners (laughs) were uh, mixed in. That was another top story. Thank you for listening. Now do go and listen to the latest issue of both The Bugle and The Gargle, the Glossy Magazine's sister publication of The Bugle with Alice Fraser. Information about all of our shows
2: at thebuglepodcast.com.